Good evening, folks. This is Jay from JTOG. And of course, we have family, Nick from the Nick Trot. What's going on, my brother? Nothing much, my brother. We're going to be all casual this evening. Exactly. So, <laughs> and as you can tell, our episode today, family. Family. So. I love it. Yeah. I got a lot of stories about family. Good yeah. stories. Good. Good. So. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's kind of one of those things. So, um, I didn't really have a subject for tonight. You know, we were, I was supposed to listen to a, uh, um, audible book and we were going to do a review on it but uh it's been a little crazy um i had to go to a funeral yesterday for family sorry to hear that and um thank you but you know it um it's times like those that really make you think and and so here here's a couple of comments and and, the, and a que- a question um what is the one thing, you know, there's a couple probably, but there's one thing that you can't choose. You can't choose family. That's right. You're absolutely right. You know, um, you know, your mom's your mom. I gave her to you. You didn't choose her. God did. Yep. So, um, you know, same for your brothers and sisters, you know, or sister. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But you understand. I have sisters. Yeah, sister. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but the point is, is, you know, um, I don't think we've ever delved into, you know, the topic of family um, and how people, the different interactions, I guess, that we have with our families and not right. just intermediate or not immediate families, but also extended families. Right. You know, aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, second cousins, third cousins, that type of, you know. So great uncles, great aunts, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, we've had Mother's Day, Father's Day stories. Yes. But not really, yeah, but, but not really like what you're talking about. Right. Well, we focus mainly on those people in our life. We didn't focus on, the, you know, the whole, because, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, you know, if you just went to a funeral and it was your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, that would be not a lot of people, you know? Right. And it's it's the support structure while it's there, you know? And I don't know how big your family is compared. I don't know cousins and aunts and uncles. I mean, I saw some of them at the... Uh, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, I know you've got yes, you you have a great family, uh, the ones that I've met so far. But you know, it's it's really sad sometimes that we only as we get up in our age where we're at, we have a tendency not to see our cousins and not to see our you know aunts and uncles as often as when we were kids, right. You know, so true. So, um, and, and you know, the the funeral is always a sad event um, because you lost someone, but it also can be a happy event because, like for me, 
my my aunt passed away and she was 86 years old right she lived a long life you yeah. know and, and 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 a good life and you know i was sad but by the same token you know there are so many people that don't get to live a long life and you know get to experience so many things i mean 86 years holy cow you know and it's sort of like your mom your mom's you know she's older too so yeah um that's 20 plus years almost 30 years that means if we live to that age yeah we're gonna live 20 30 years longer yeah i know that's crazy it is crazy so and almost 60 years on this planet and i'm still gonna live another 20 years good lord yeah well and you know think about that you're 60 you're about to turn 60 and that's another 26 years on this planet yeah so 30 40 for you yeah wow 40 wow i know so 60 is a new 30 yeah, yeah. exactly right <laughs> i know it's like okay well i act like i'm 30 I, you know that's obvious well i don't look like i'm 60 i you know yeah i don't act like i'm 60 yeah, but I don't know many people who act like they're 60 anymore. So, you know, it's. <laughs> no, I know. I, I have to say, I know people that are in their 50s that act like that are like they're in their 70s. Really? You know? Oh, my goodness. That's always been an interesting conversation that we can always dull into in one of our podcasts is everybody always used to tease me when I'd ski because I'd never gain any weight. Right. I would eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want. You know, back then I smoked cigarettes, all that stuff. And I never gained a pound. Right. And I was skied with people that had to constantly diet and constantly exercise. And I'm talking about men. Right. And they look at me and they go, Nick, how the hell can you just eat and drink and do whatever you want to do and never gain a pound? I mean, even here, I'm 60 years old. And if you compared me to every 60-year-old male on the planet, I would look like I was in my thirties. Right. You know, I, I do have a little bit of a belly now. I'm about 20, 25 pounds overweight, which isn't much. No. But the one, <clears throat> the one thing that I always, I don't want to, I guess you would say brag about is my parents. We don't have a lot of uh, inheritable things like heart disease lung can you know oh yeah liver, yeah yeah, yeah. Like high blood pressure and things like that. high blood pressure things yeah. like that and there are a lot of people in this world that inherited that from their family right you know so they're constantly on medication they're constantly out of the hospital and things like that when they're in their 50s right you know we are lucky that is the one thing i'll never win the lottery because i say that's my lottery ticket right there okay is health that came from my parents okay here my mother is plays golf four or five times a week she's 80 years old right got more energy than both of us you know and of course my dad he was as healthy as a horse but his was all self-inflicted uh he yeah. pretty much drank and did drugs so much yeah. that it just basically destroyed his brain his body everything else right. you know right so you can have the genes for your parents in a good way and destroy that like my father did. Right. Right. So, so. it's, a, it's, 
it's an interesting way to look at things to make you seem like I don't look, you know, nobody in a million years would walk up to me and go, you're 60 years old. No. no. They probably think you're younger than <laughs> I am. You know, well, you got the salt and pepper thing going on. I just have the white. So, <laughs> and the bald kind of, it's it's deceiving because they don't know if I have hair or don't have hair. They just know that I shave my head. Exactly. So, it's not that I'm losing it. You know, they don't know that. Exactly. I've never been actually singled out and somebody actually guessed my age within like 15 years. Right. Well, yeah. and you know, the, the funny thing is, it, we'll get back to family, but I just wanted to share this with you. I have actually had gray hair since I was 31 years old. Well, that was what, five years ago? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. But see, that's just part of it. In the salt and pepper thing, you could be in your late twenties, early thirties, right? Still have it. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can. So, but I, I will tell you though, and it's funny, but some of those things are hereditary, like you said, you get them from family, and and so if you look around your extended family, you know, it's kind of interesting to see kind of how all that plays out. So, it, it's been very interesting. I will tell you, I saw. A lot of family that I don't get to see very often, um, and that was all good. So, you know, we had a good time. So the fact that we were going to a funeral, we went back to my aunt's house, and everybody got together and talked and caught up and, and things like that, you know. And those are always good moments. But it, I find those few and far between anymore, you know? And so, um, for me, see, like my son, he went with me yesterday. Gabe did. Right. And he thoroughly enjoyed everything we did. You know, he just, you know, everybody's there. Their family, their blood, and they just treat you like whatever. You know, it's it's the, the right. best in the world. I mean, they they treat you like what family is supposed to treat you like, right. in my eyes. Okay, right. And that's what I love about my family. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all have our flaws. We all oh, have well, our yeah. We, we're all, it's a given. Yeah, it's you know. a given. But you know, the one thing I can say is is. You know, they're there for you. If you need something, you know, there's love there. So, you know. Yeah, if you ever picked up the phone and you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you were in trouble and you called them and you hadn't seen them in 10 years, they'd oh, yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and that's, that's you know, and I, I it was funny because there was, I don't say it's funny, it was interesting that there was one of my cousins who actually made the comment, he hadn't seen me since Andrew. Oh, right. And he actually came up to me and he said, look, he said, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what for? He said, I didn't make it for Andrew. And I'm like, dude, it it happens. I mean, it's not like we live close here, you know? Right. Yeah, we live in another state, you know? And he said, I know, but he said, I should have been there. You know, and so that meant a lot to me, you know, and so. Yeah, because he felt bad about, you know. Right. 
he knew he didn't make it, he felt bad about it. If he knew if he knew he didn't make it and didn't care, you know, that would just be sad. Yeah, exactly. But that's very cool that he actually came up to you and said, Look, you know, I wish I'd have been there. I'm so sorry. That's badass. Right. So and I will share, it was very interesting. Um, of course my cousin, uh I asked her how she was doing, and she said, Well, um, what does she say? It's, it's going to be what it's going to be or something like that. And I looked at her and I says, it is what it is. <laughs> Nick's favorite live folks. <laughs> but that's, I, I'm, I'm, that's my favorite line in a certain context. I know it is. I know it is. You know. But, but you got to admit, you know, it's, it's in this, in this context, it fits. I mean, let's be it's honest. Yes, yes. Because it's, it is what it is. It's, you know what? My aunt was older. She passed away. That's something you can't control. Those emotions are there. You're sad. But it is what it is. It's, exactly. You know, I mean, it's not one of these situations where like, I'm sorry, you don't, I mean, you know, I, you know, we talked about this. It's, it's not the, um, you know, I don't care about your emotions things. It's literally, it's look, I have these emotions. I don't know how to describe them. It just is what it is. Right. You know? And so yeah. it was very interesting. I wanted to share that with you. Yeah. She kind of looked at me and she's like, yeah, it's the best way to put it is, is what it is. I is, You have no control over it. No. 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 And so, you know, God took her and, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, we were sad to see her go, but. You know, here's the biggest thing, and it's hard for people to accept, but we're all going to die at some point. Yes. You, you know, you can do things to make your life longer, healthy lifestyle, right. things like that, okay? You know, right. there are different things, but, I mean, I'm sorry, but if you drive... At any given point during the day, you're you're pretty much putting your life out there that it can be taken away from you. I almost well, t-boned a, a, a sheriff the, today, and it would have been his fault. So that just gives you an idea. So, but go wow. ahead. I I'm a firm believer in the good Lord Himself. He's got a date already set for you. Yes. So no matter what you do, you know. Everybody always gives me a hard time. Nick, when you ride that motorcycle, do you wear a helmet? No. And they're like, are you crazy? You can get killed on a motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, you can get, get killed sitting in your house. You can get killed in a car. You can get, yes, I yeah. know. I know. And they say, why don't you wear a helmet? I said, well, I look at it this way. If I get in a motorcycle accident, I would rather want to go ahead and die than to be a paraplegic or a quadriplegic and have to have somebody take care of me. Right. You don't want to be a burden. I, I don't want to be a burden on people. Right. right. So if I'm going to get in an accident, and God planned it, I I know guys that have ridden motorcycles for 50 years. Right. And they've had little fender, you know, they've, they've ran into some things, they've fallen off their bike, they've, you know, stuff like that, and that's just part of it. Yes. You know, but... They're still alive. No, no. You know? I, I laid down a motorcycle three times in my life. 
Yeah, and here you are. Yeah. You know, it wasn't your time. No. You know, you didn't lay it down and smash your head into, you know, something and, you know. Right. That kind of thing. So. Yeah, exactly. I look at it that way. God's got his plan. Yes. No matter what. It, it doesn't matter what. Right. We could be sitting right here, in the, you know, and I could just boom, out. out. It's my time. Yeah, exactly. So, There's nothing you can do to stop it. Now, of course, you can motivate that, you know. Right. We have these people that are mentally having problems and, you know, things like that, but. But, I don't know. But, I, I just, that's the way I think. But does your family influence those feelings? So let's get I, back to, fe- let's get back to family and focus on okay. the family. Do, does your family and, and your kids do, because you made the comment, you don't want to be a burden. And that means you'd be a burden on your kids. So right. you're making that choice based on, the love that you have for your family because you don't want to be yeah. a burden on them. Right. You know, and, and so, you know, that's, that's an interesting point, but yeah, I, I was just, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I just, um, this was more of an off the cuff folks, you know, just because, you know, I'm very sentimental right now. You know, it was great seeing family, not for the, you know, not for a reason you necessarily want to see them for, but it was great seeing family. I had a great time. Um, it, I am thankful that I have a family that is, you know, what I would say loving. Because how many people out there, they don't get to choose their family, and they're not happy with them. Right. You know? Right. Ever you see, I, I know people that haven't spoken to their parents in 20 years. Yeah, that's just, that's just you know? shocking. And whatever it was that happened that many years ago, and you're still holding that chip on your shoulder, that's a problem. You know? Right. I've had some drama with one of my kids, and I'm still struggling with him to talk with me, but... The, when he came into town, because he's in the military, when he came into town, we went out, we hung out, we had a great time with the Top Golf. You know, my whole family showed up, my brothers, my sisters, mom, dad, everybody. Right. I mean, even my stepdad and his wife, that's how family we are. They all showed up. Right. Because he hadn't been around for the last three or four years. Everybody wanted to see him. Right. Skip the divorce and skip the kid, you know, skip all that. Right. Kids, you know, my first biological son showed up into town and everybody went to Top Golf to hang out with him. Good for them. You know, and that's that's family. That's what it's all about. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. You know, and it's I find it interesting too. Um so my aunt um lives, I don't know, five acres. I don't remember how many acres of land they have, ten acres of land. I forgot exactly. And she has Two of her daughters that live next door. Right. Okay. Are near her. You know, I would, this is the country. There's no such thing as next door. Let's be honest, folks. <laughs> you can't walk to the next door neighbor? You can. It's probably, it's probably better on the golf cart, you know, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> or four wheeler, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was, it's kind of, it was, it's interesting 
And as I'm thinking on it, you know, I've been looking at this and sometimes I'm like, you know, you know, would I want to be that close to my parents? And, you know, kind of that atmosphere. And as I think about it, you know, and, and yesterday was a really good, it was kind of one of those moments for me where it was like, you know, the big difference there is I have my own space. But right. if my parents needed me, I wouldn't have to get in my car and drive over 30 minutes to get there. Right. You know, and if I'm out mowing my lawn and theirs needs to be cut, eh, you know what? I'm already on the lawnmower. Just get it done, you know? Right. And, oh, yeah. And so it, it was kind of really interesting kind of in that aspect in that, you know, because in the past, I used to look at it and be like, ah, oh, I couldn't do that. There's no way I could live next to my parents. But now I look back and I'm like, I actually wouldn't be that. Really. I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. I would, I would like to have my own space. I wouldn't want my parents to be living in the same house with me. Right, right. But if they yeah. had their, if they had their five acres and you were in the next five acres. Right. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Or even if they were in a house a hundred yards away. Right. You know, I, I joked one time when I was married and the kids were young and, you know, we were having a big party at the house or whatever. And I said, I said, yeah, mom, when you retire, we're just going to put a travel trailer in the backyard and that's where you're going to live. <laughs> and my wife looked at me and that vein started popping out right here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, shit, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing is, is that's how much you love your mom, you know? Right. And, you know, if, if well, there's a reason you're divorced now. Anyway, but if your wife would have, if, if she loved you, she would have been like, you know, let's come to a compromise. Let's come to a, you know, I, I understand you love your mom and, and let's find something. But, you know, it, it's... You know, so I, me personally, you know, it was funny. I was talking to Gabe last night and it's like, he's like, I love the way they're set up. And I'm like, yeah, I said, you know, that's why I'd like to buy a property out in Magnolia. I said, that way I can set it up for you guys just like that. If you want to live there in your own place, you can build it off two acres away from me or whatever, you know. And, you know, I'm going to put a nice little pool and if the grandkids want to come over and jump in grandpa's pool, he, they can. You know, yeah, that's and so see, I, I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I, I like that. You know, I left for years traveling all over the world doing my skiing thing while everybody was still here in Galveston or surrounding area. Yes, right? exactly. And then eventually I made my way back. Right. You know, so I, you, you got to stay close to family. When I bought my place in Bandera, right. I texted my mother and I said, yeah, I just bought a place in Bandera. And she's like, that's awful far for me to come see you. And I just kind of, I did the rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off deal. And I said, mom, it's a weekend place until I decide to retire. Right. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because she thought I was like packing up and moving to Bandera. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a four and a half hour drive. It's not that far. You know, but it's still far enough to where we're not going to see each other every weekend. Or, she, like, she only lives maybe 40 minutes from me now. So she could text me and go, 
hey, meet me for dinner at, you know, one of our favorite sushi places or dinner places, whatever. And, exactly. and we'll go have dinner and, and we can do that because right. we're close up, right? Yeah, exactly. Take my brother and sister and all of them. We all live within, you know, 45, 40 minutes of each other. Yeah, 30 so, minutes for me except for one sister. So, yeah. 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 So, and then you get the one. And then I got one sister who's yeah, half a minute away. So Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah, so... But you don't know. Is that your favorite sister? No, you can't be doing that. <laughs> no, there's no. Yeah, there's no favorites. Come on now. Right. So no, no, no. It, it, by qualification, though, she is a big Harry Potter fan. So you know. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she likes the same kind of stuff that I do, in, in some of those aspects, you know, Harry Potter and some of the you know, sci-fi stuff. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but no, I, it's, I don't know. Um, it's been an interesting, I'm a little sentimental and, you know, it's just kind of, um, looking around at family, you know, cousins and their kids. And, you know, I didn't know their, co- their kids. I knew my cousins, but even then I, 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 I think one of them, I had to look over and it's just like, okay, he doesn't, this is who it's supposed to be, but for some reason it's throwing me off. And I had to ask my brother, I'm like, who's, who's this again? And, and he told me, and I'm like, that's what the face looked like, but not the rest of the body. You know what I mean? It's something always throws right. you off. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How long had it been since you had seen that cousin? Six years. Wow. That yeah, crazy. Yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. realize, I don't go to, well... I don't go to Louisiana often. Uh, I go there more recently. Now we go about every year, every other year. Okay. Right. Um, for a while there, I hadn't been back to Louisiana in 20 years. Wow. Yeah. How did your mom go? I don't know. I'd have to ask her. But she went more often than I did. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say it yeah. probably that yeah. was was that her sister? Yes. Or your okay. So yeah, it was my mom's sister. And it mom's was sister. and it was the oldest child. Okay. Right. Um of nine children. My goodness. Yes. There's still eight more out there. Nope. Eight more aunts and uncles. Three of them are left. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm i read that. She was the oldest. But not the first one to pass away. Not the first one to pass away. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, there's only three of them left out of the nine. Yeah. And so she was the oldest, and yet, yeah, she lived to be one of the last four. So your mother, where is she in that list of nine? Um, so we've got, hold on, I, th- I think I remember this. And one of the nine, I didn't know. And it threw me off, but um, I'll, I'll name the eight I know for sure that I can remember in my head. Like I said, um, Anne's the oldest. Um, I think it was Joe, Wayne. Uh, Wayne's still alive. Joe is not. Um, Wayne, Gary. Gary's passed away. Um, Al's still alive. My mom. Okay, so that's what we're down to six there. Right. Um, and... Um, Bobby and Marshall are the ones that I remember. 
And for some reason, I can't remember the ninth one. Um, and they mentioned the name at the funeral, and I just kind of looked at them. And unless it was somebody that passed away before, you know, or or whatever, you know, because early the, on in life. Huh? yeah, 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 early on in life, yeah, or you know, may have yeah. had you know something. Um, you never know back then they didn't know how to handle sudden infant death, you know, and things like that. So there, yeah, I, I just, for some reason I was drawing a blank. Don't ask me why, but I, I mean, I can remember all my other aunts and uncles, you know, and, and their family and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, but yeah. So she was third youngest is my mom. Right. You know? And so, um, my aunt and, um, help raise all the other children because she was the oldest. So, you know, really loving mother had six children. My goodness. Yeah. And so what big families, right? You know, and it is, and I'm sitting here thinking, Oh my God, I need to tell you the story of how simple and small my family is. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my biological father. Yeah. He had, it was him and his sister, okay? Yeah. My biological father's passed away. My aunt on on my father's side is, she just, she retired. She's probably in her mid to late 80s. Right. Healthy as a horse. Oh, she's probably closer to 90. Healthy as a horse. Okay. Still play, she still plays golf, but not as often as my mom. Right. Okay? Right. On my mother's side, she had one sister. The one I met. The one you met, Aunt Mary. Yeah. Yes. Aunt Mary. Okay. So... Aunt Mary had three kids. Right. Okay. My three cousins, Robbie, Tracy, and Cindy. Yeah. Okay. They all live within 45 minutes of me. Yeah. I, Robbie had just texted me a couple days ago saying he's going on a dove hunt and he wanted me to go with him. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town, so I can't. Right. But him and I were the, were the old men. We did all the cooking. We barely hunted. You know, we just sat right. around, drank, and cooked, and cleaned, and we I'd get up and cook we'd cook breakfast for the you know his son is probably late twenties, maybe early thirties now, and he'll bring fifteen of his buddies. Right. So it's all about them really, you know, and they shoot plenty of doves, so we all max out. It's no big deal. So Robbie and I are basically there to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner for these guys and make sure they have snacks, make sure the beer's on ice and whatever that, you know, right. That kind of thing. I loved it. I did it for about four or five years. So I still keep in touch with them, all three of them. Right. And my aunt's still alive on both sides. Yep. My dad had passed away probably six, seven, eight years ago. Like I said, he, he is self-induced. Right. You know, he just pretty much did drugs and drank until his body just couldn't take it anymore. He went right. Know, right. Then I got my mother, you know, healthy as a horse. Then my stepdad, he's got one sister. She's still alive. She's in her eighties. So is my so is my stepdad. Right. And of course, their parents are passed away. And you know, my grandparents on both sides are are passed away, kind of thing, really early. So I went a long time. Grandparents passed away early, and then my parents are still alive, and I'm sixty. You know, yeah. Coming a long time. There's no. I, I haven't been to a family funeral in god decades. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. so that's the lucky thing about you know yeah, yeah, having yeah. healthy genes. Yes. So for 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 me it was okay. So there was nine on my you know mom's side, right? And my dad's side it was seven. 
good night. Yeah, that was seven. And so <laughs> I'd have to write all that down. <laughs> <laughs> when you start getting into siblings and your parents and then their kids, good night. Yeah, okay. So and, and that's the funny thing. So Anne had six children. Um, Wayne had five. Um okay. Uh, Joe had two. Um, so that wasn't so bad. Uh let's see. Wayne <laughs> Gary had six. Goodness. Uh, we got cousins all over the place. <laughs> I got cousins all over the place. Yeah. Uh okay. Al only had one child. So he was the kind of um He was the oddball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then of course my mom had four children. Um, my aunt, um, Bobby Gale, she had three children and then Marshall, I don't think had any children. So he would be the other oddball, but you know, I mean, so this is funny. I will tell you, I'll share a little bit about family. Um, but this was a funny one. Okay. So this is very interesting. Um, for family who's listening to this, they'll probably be like, I never thought about that. Or maybe. Yeah, we thought about that. We thought it was crazy, too. You never know. But my Uncle Wayne, he had uh, four boys, one girl. Okay? Okay. My Uncle Gary, his brother, had five girls and one boy. Goodness. (laughs) It's like they traded, you know? It's like, okay, you have all girls, I'll have all boys. And, you know, it's like... Switch it up so that we're even. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw in a <laughs> boy or a girl. Yeah, girl. yeah, exactly. It was funny as can be. So yeah, but no, it, it's now, crazy. Go ahead. Any your siblings have kids? Are you the only one? What do you, what do you mean? Any of my siblings? I mean, any of your brothers and sisters? Of course. Do they have they have kids? Yes. So you had Four three children. boys and a girl. Yeah, three boys and a girl. And how about your brothers? Uh, so my older brother had one of each. Okay. My younger brother had um, two boys, two girls. Okay. Okay. Um, my sister has all girls. And my other <laughs> sister has all boys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, so there is a method to be able to, have, to say I'm going to have a boy because I don't know what it is. I had two, I had two boys. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. How that works. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, is like my younger brother, his oldest is a boy. Mine oldest is a boy. My other brother, his oldest is a boy. Right. Okay. And then we all three of us had a girl. Four months from each other. Wow, that's pretty cool. Okay. And actually, it's funny because my cousin on my dad's side of the family, he has a daughter who's born within the four months. So there's actually four girls that are within four months of each other. Wow. In our family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. When you go to hang out, all the girls get together because they're all the same age. They're all into the same thing. They're all in the whatever. Yep. Yeah. So it's really crazy. But that's good stuff. It is good stuff. So, but no, it's, it's, you know, family is not something, 
you can choose, but it is something you can choose to appreciate or to, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of things people do bad. You know, people have problems with their families depending on situations or whatever, you know, but it's, uh, it's really hard, you know? And so sometimes family isn't necessarily blood. And those are, you know, those are, you know, like we call each other brother all the time. Yeah, exactly. So those are, those are by choice. Yeah. The the interesting thing that I, I have a caveat to say about that is I've had disagreements with just about everybody in my family. We all have. I don't know if it's, if you want to call it an argument, it never got to a physical altercation. Never. Right. You know, maybe a little, you're full of shit and you, you know, things like that. When you're like, oh, you're just making this shit up so that you can be right. You know, we'll argue a point or something like that. (laughs) But never, it never lasted long. Right. I had, you know, my son that's in the Navy now, him and I are still struggling and, I'm past it and I'm trying to get him to move on. You know, we, you know, he, there were just a few things in our relationship. The two older boys that aren't my biological, one of them lives in Florida, one of them lives in Germany. So, you know, we right. tax each other birthdays and Father's Day, Christmas and stuff like that. But that's about the extent of ours. Of course, you know, I'm really not their biological father and that, you know, mother keeps that kind of separate. Right. But it's, you shouldn't have to, I mean, don't hold a grudge. No. That's your family. No. You know, no matter what it is, it can't be that bad. Well, no. there are some exceptions. Murder, but come on. Well, abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and there's some a mental abuse out there. There are right. some exceptions, okay? Let, let's just be honest. There. Oh, yeah. If I had a brother that or a sister, whatever, that was sexually abusing their children, oh, yeah, I'd be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, but, it would become physical at that point. That right. is my biggest, biggest fear. Uh-uh, no. Yeah. So, Not children. Right, exactly. But, the, I mean, what the point is, is, you know, that's hard on the children and, you know, getting out of that situation. And even that's why a lot of people get divorced these days is if some one or the other because honestly, it goes both ways. You know, maybe the, the, the husband is a physical abuser, but maybe the wife is a mental abuser. And that's what right. draws out the physical abuse. You never know. It's crazy right now. You can't go one sex is the, you know, the abuser because it goes both ways these days. But yeah. 100%. We've seen the facts. I mean, go look them up. They're there. There are women out there that are physical abusers, and there are men that do emotional as well. So, yeah. Exactly. It's not, there's no, you want to talk about equality? We're in it. Yeah, exactly. We're equally offending everyone. Yes. Hurting everyone. Yes. Yes. One way or the other. Right. Women are not, you know, docile like they were in the 50s and 60s. That's not the way that life is anymore. No, 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 no. But see, but I, I like your point. It's, you know, in true, a true family, and I guess maybe I've been lucky, is, you know, I look at my family and, and I don't ever have to worry about, you know, knowing whether they love me or not. I know. Right. You know, 
and extended family as well. It doesn't matter. Just it's not my immediate brother, sister, mom, and dad. No, it's you know cousins and you know everything like that. You know, so you know, and it that was I guess part of the the thing that really touched me is is it's been years for some of these people that I haven't seen, and it was like it was nothing. It was like you know. And I—that's the way it should be. So right. yes, you know. Yeah, I love my family. When it, especially when it comes to that, if I ever got in trouble, they'd all be there right. in a heartbeat. Right. You know. Right. And vice versa. Right. If my cousin called me right now and something happened and he needed me to come over there, I'd be like, Jay, in the podcast, brother, we got to go. You know. Yeah, exactly. Say, you know, if something happened, if your house caught on fire right now, my ass would be on my way to your house. Right. Uh, I don't know if I could help put the fire out or whatever, but I'd still be there for you and the kids, no matter what. Right. So, right. And that's 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 what it that's that's the definition to me of family. Right. You know, well, one of. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, and it's, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm going to say something. This is very interesting. So I'm going to share this with you. Um, this is nothing to do with are with family topic but but i'm gonna tie it in so just just let me pull it out okay so uh me and nick of course have joined this uh facebook group called the podcast movement you know trying to yeah. learn different things and you know try to um i guess more than anything just talk to people read posts learn some things about you know what makes things better I found something very interesting, and there was a guy who actually posted. He said, I listened to a podcast, and for the first 10 minutes of the podcast, it was just, a, just two guys who were self-absorbed, about, uh, self-absorbed, I think is how he put it. They were just talking about themselves and what was going on in today's world. Right. Okay. And then they finally moved on to the topic. And, you know, I thought about that, you know, and they were like, you know, you've got to, you've got to be in the first minute, you've got to hook them. You've got to put out what you're talking about. You've got to do things like that. Right. And I thought about that. And I'm like, you know, that could be us, you know? Yes, it could. Okay. But I disagree with his analogy. That may be what works for him. And I'll tell you why, okay? And this is why it, it goes back to the whole family thing. When we do these podcasts, we it's almost like we're inviting you in to be a part of our home. We're sharing with you what's going on with our lives so we can make a connection with our audience. Right. It's not just about bringing you a topic, but it's about making the connection. And maybe that's just my personal view, and maybe that's why I'll never be as successful as maybe some of these, you know, million listens per episode guys. But yeah. I, I think that's important is to be genuine 
and to really make the connection. And it's the same with your family. And maybe that's, you know, that's why yesterday touched me so much is because, you know, it's, you're making the connection. You haven't seen that family in forever. And, you know, it's, it's, you make that connection and it's just like, okay, that's it. You know, you, you, all the years have, you're just forgotten about. You, right. You're just, it's, you're in the moment and, and it's like nothing's changed, you know? Yeah. And so, I I really find that, and you know, it's I want to be me, no matter what I do in my life. I will always be me, right? You know, and you know, I I am a product of my environment, my family, you know, my friends, and things like that. And so, you know, for the people out there, I, I agree. I, I agree with you. You know. Talk to your family. Don't just, uh, you know, make the effort. Don't lose sight of what's important. Even if it's simple. Nowadays, it's so easy to communicate. Everybody's got a cell phone. Yeah. Well, so not easy. everybody. Actually, oh. I actually have some family member over there, family over there that didn't have cell phones. Well, what, what's going on with that? Do they have internet at home? <laughs> no. Then you're going to have to pick up and use the dial phone. Yes. Call yeah. 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 But you know, not everybody is not everybody cares about tech. Right. Yeah, I mean, let's just be honest. Some people live simple lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. My dad is eighty years old, has an iPhone. He knows how to text, but he'd just as soon pick up the phone and call. And he does pretty much once a week. Oh, there you go. You know. Yeah. Ten yeah. minute conversation. Hey, I was thinking about you today, or you know. Right. I miss you. When are you going to come down? Or, hey, we're planning this. Right. We'd like to see you. You know, once a week, he just called to say, look, I love you. Right. You know, my, my stepdad does that all the time. Good for him. If I miss a phone call, it just kills me for the next 20 until I get in touch with him. You right. know? Right. Because it kills me that I'm doing that. Like, if he called right now, I'd be like, all right, the minute this podcast is over, boom, I'm calling him back. Right. Not in bed, but I'd still, you know. Right. Okay, so I'm going to ask your opinion and, you know, kind of tie it into the whole family thing. What's your opinion of what that guy said about podcast? So, see, it depends on the podcast. My first impression when you said that was, was he listening to our podcast? Because that's how we do our podcast. What's the first thing we do? Hey, man, how was your day? Yeah. How's your week going? How's your life going? We're inviting we- them to come into our home and be part of our conversation. Right, and we're telling everybody, hey, this is what happened to me today. You know, a truck got put in the shop, or this happened, or that happened, or it was just a great day, you know. Right, That kind of thing. And that's how we start our stuff off. And sometimes we might drag that out into a five- or ten-minute deal. Right, Right. You know, then we get on to the topic. I don't have a problem if I'm going to listen to somebody. What I have a hard problem with in podcasts is when – if their topic is family, they bloviate for 30 minutes before they actually start getting into it. We don't do that. We talk about our day because maybe you and I have it. We, we talk right. just about every day, but we don't say that. You know, we're, the reason we're talking is for something business, something, you know, personal, you know, we need help, whatever. Right. When we get in here, it was like, hey, we hadn't talked the whole day. Hey, how was your day? Boom. Then we get into our story. So I don't. I don't know if that's a big deal. And 
I would. I've listened to several different podcasts where they do that. You know, right? How was your week? Or, you know, before we got, I've heard this a million in on a million different podcasts. Hey, we were, you were telling me a story right before we started the podcast. I think you need to tell the listeners. And they tell a story about, oh, I was driving my car and I went to the grocery store. Whatever the story is, right? right? Yeah, exactly. That story could be five or ten minutes, and then they get into their show. Right. So I don't think that's a bad thing. Right. But do you do you think the way we're because I was associating this with the, actually another comment somebody said. Do you think the way we bring about our podcast, it's almost like we're inviting them to be a part of our, our, our show. You're coming in and you're being a part of our family because we're involving right. you in, in what's going on in our lives. It's not being self-absorbed, but it's more of bringing you into the conversation. You know, if we did all the, all the podcasts that we've done, 80-something plus podcasts that we've done. Right. I'll be willing to bet you that if we all of a sudden had a million followers, that 99% of all those people would associate with one or more or multiple of our situations in every podcast. No, I agree. Right. So if they can associate it with it, the trick there is if we want to have millions of followers, the only thing we need to do is market it. What we're doing is what everybody does every single day. Well, I, no, I, I disagree with you. It. I will disagree. No, okay. They well, do. Well, no, no, no. I disagree with you. And you know why? Go ahead. But I'm going to argue with that because they do. Okay. Everybody goes through the same shit we do. Well, okay. No, everybody goes through the same thing. But the difference is we are true to ourselves. We're authentic. We... We don't edit the show like a lot of other people where they cut segments out and cut fluff out. Okay. I see where you're going with this. I, and I do agree with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we truly bring a show start to finish. Whether you have extra conversation, little fluff, whatever. And I don't call it being self-absorbed. I think it's just being who we are. I agree. Being self-absorbed is me bloviating about me, 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 me. I did this, and I did that, and I'm better than you, and I'm this, and I'm, you know. Right. That's not what we do. No. I mean, you I'm, even I'm throw just, it out there that we don't have degrees. We're just talking about life experiences. Yeah. Yes. Can you associate that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, everybody can do that. And I see how... Some people could think, oh, well, all you do is talk about yourself. Well, I am an expert on me. Exactly. <laughs> now, I'm, not, I'm not coming on our podcast going, you know, I was a professional water skier and you weren't. You know, I'm not coming off with that cocky little shit ass, I'm better than you attitude. No. You no, know, I had a great life. That's what I chose to do, do in my life. There are a lot of people that wish they did, but there are a lot of people that have better lives and achieved more and achieved greater things than I have. Well. And I'm proud of what I did, so I'm going to puff my chest up, right. and I'm going to say very proud of what I did in my life and the things that I've done in my life, and I want to tell you all about it. Right. Because it was a great deal. If I could honestly sit down and write a book 
it'd be a nice book. Right. You know. But here, here's but it the, would be no different than our podcast. I'm sorry, let me cut you off. No, 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 no. I we've been cutting each other off this whole show. Um, but it's funny you talk about that, and you said there's other people who who've had better lives. Well, but by what terms and what aspect? It's sort of like, you know, okay, let's go back to family because that's what our episode's been about, right? Right. Okay. Right. My family, by far not rich by any sense of the term right at all average you know middle class low middle class you know that kind of you know and maybe some upper lower class type family okay right that's that's it but the love for each other and support for each other is worth more than all the money in the world. Absolutely. And that's the difference, you know, because just because somebody has a better life in this aspect doesn't mean they necessarily had a better life. And I should have said it in a different way, uh, what they consider success. Yeah, no, and I understand. Everybody considers it differently, right? Right. Some people monetize it. Some people... So, you know, great marriage, great kid, you know, right. whatever they consider their success, you know, right. that's the way it goes. Right. You know, I mean, if you, I could say I'm the most successful person in my entire family at podcasting. Good point. I would be the most successful at water skiing. There you go. Or IT. Right. You know. Exactly. The point is, yes, in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to kind of touch on that because it's a good point. You, you made a valid point. There are other people that have lived, you know, lives where they're more successful in business or they're more successful in other things in their lives. But that doesn't mean that we aren't successful in our own, you know. And right. So just remember that, folks, you know, and 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 having a good family and, you know, things like that has helped. I would say, you know, develop who we are because sort of like what we've said, we, we have a heart. And so we won't backstab people in business to get ahead. Right. And that's the challenge there is because it seems like the only way you can get ahead in business is to, stab everybody in the back right you know have to be more aggressive assertive yeah and in the business if you want to say it you know there are people in this world that have are very successful without burning bridges on their way up no yeah i i would say dan duncan was a great example of that yes my brother and sister are both great examples of that oh cool Okay, so good. Yeah. She took the veterinarian business to, you know, great heights, right. more than more than they ever thought of. Okay. And they never heard any, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't burn anybody to get there. They didn't steal anything for anybody like Bill Gates. Right. What did he do? Yeah, you no. Know, he's he's burned a lot of people in his life. Yeah. Burned, and he's still doing it. Right. You know, Steve Jobs would be if he was still alive. How many people did they step over to be that? You know, or step on, step on. Oh, absolutely. 
not just step over, but yeah. step on. Let's be honest. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's where my thought process is. You got guys like that that are narcissistic where they're going to get it and they're going to get it their way. And I'm sorry about you, but I'm taking care of me. Right. You know, we're not like that. So are they happy? Maybe. Are they more happy than we are? I mean, you never know that. You do know that you know your happiness. Yes. Right? Did you succeed in your life where you're happy? Everything else doesn't matter. Finances, stuff like that. You right. know. Well, and that's the whole here's the whole thing. Is that's not an you know, I don't compare myself to a Steve Jobs or a Right, know. meaning. Yeah. No. I didn't have the same opportunities. I don't have the same personality. I don't have the same you know, whatever. So I, I it, that would be an inaccurate assessment. And, you know, I have a phenomenal family and, you know, I, I don't know, you know, based on his personality, I don't know that he's had that kind of family, you know, Good because, point. because if he would have had a great family, I, I would have thought he would have shown more love to other people. Yeah. You'd think, you know, just my opinion. It's just an yeah. opinion, you know. And then you look at him, and then you look how Dan Duncan was. You know, he was married a couple, three times. He adopted a son, you know, and his son's doing good now. Yeah. I mean, you know, his right. adopted son and his two daughters. You know, his daughter pretty much ran the company after he passed. So yeah, that's good. That's a good happiness versus success, you know. My brother and his wife, they've been married for God, I don't know how many, 30-plus years, and they got two wonderful, you know, they got a son and a daughter, and they're just, you know, they're happy. Right. You know, and they're successful. Right, right. You know, so that's a tough balance. It is a very tough balance, you know, but just just remember, money doesn't define, you know, your happiness. Right. You know, I know some people look at that. Yeah. They think they're happy. Yeah, I know. When money, when people think that money defines their happiness, they actually have no idea of the definition of the word happiness. Right. They say they're in love. They don't even know what that is. Well, and you know, it's funny. I'm going to go back to the family thing. And how many families have been split up? Over wills and money. Oh, yeah. Fighting over that stupid crap. Yeah, why? You literally, yes, the grandmother passes away, and everybody, instead of being supportive of each other, and, you know. Why does he get that? And why does she, you know, that kind of shit. Right, exactly. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest. I should get it all. I'm the youngest. I should get it all. Right. I'm the favorite. I should get it all. Dude, really? It's me, me and my brothers and sisters always talking about who's the favorite. Oh, that's funny. We always joke. We actually bought T-shirts one year that I was the favorite. Okay. <laughs> so, but I'm see, quick. that's funny. But I mean, if you think about it, you guys don't really. It's not an argument. It's more of a it's joke. A, oh yeah, it's it's funny, and we're fighting over being mom's favorite now. Right. 
you know, so one week, you know, my sister is, and one week my brother is, and one week, I, you know, that kind of deal. Right, exactly. So, right. And mom's loving it because we're fighting over her attention. Yes. You know, so that makes her feel good. Right. And we're not bitter if we're not the favorite. You know, we're doing it to well, make mom feel good is what we're doing. Right. But you're not tearing down the other one. Yeah, absolutely. Not. That's the difference, and that's the beauty. That's that's the difference in a, a, a good family. Okay, now I just want to re- point that out. You guys are trying to be the favorite, but you're not doing it in a malicious way. You're not te- oh, yeah. you're not tearing down your sister to you know make your mom happy. You're just making your mom happy, right? You know, and both my brother and sister, they love it. You know, and they're happy when, you know, I, when my sister's going out and having lunch and dinner and playing golf with my mom, they're texting me pictures and all that stuff. I'm happy. Your mom's happy. Why wouldn't you yeah. be? Yeah. Yeah. I give my sister constant shit. I'm like, you need to let mom win. You better let her win because my sister can play as pretty good golf. Oh, okay. <laughs> and That's it funny. does piss my mom off that she's playing so well. I'm like, you need to back off that putt. Just one putt. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I can't do it. You know, we're just having a lot of fun with it. Right. But yeah, it, it it's 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 all in fun, and mom loves it. Right. But see, that's another but, good point. Family is not about malicious. Right. It's not about you know. It's about good good fun, you know. And yeah. it, it, I hate to see you hear the stories all the time, but you, yeah, I hate to see these people who are just constantly like, you know, well, I want you know this and I want that, and it's like you know. It's like, does it really matter that much? You know, I mean, right. if it really matters that much, then why don't you just like, all you get nothing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, why don't you go out and you earn your own and then you ain't got to worry about it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, you know, um, yeah, just, yeah. If, if it's, I just can't stand the fighting, but you know. And it's really interesting. I'm going to throw this in there too. My mother, single mother, pretty much raising all of us kids, right? Right. And she won't have it. If my sister and I get into a disagreement and it kind of lingers, which is very rare, very rare. Right. My divorce, my divorce was very hard on my mom and my sister as much as me. Right. My brother was going through his other stuff, and he wasn't appreciative. I mean, he didn't like it either, but he was more in that, I'm going to be Switzerland in this whole thing because I've got other things I need to deal with. Right. He was always there, but my sister, my mom, and I, we we did do some headbutting, and it was, it was a struggle. And it didn't last too long, and we all got over it quick because my sister's like that too. She could be as mad as hell at me, and then if I needed something or – I was I needed to her. She needed me. We'd drop whatever we were doing, take care of business, and then we get back to it and calm down. I, I lost my way to a point. Well, Sorry. yeah, no worries, no worries. You were talking about how even oh if, my mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, how she did that. She'll flat out look and she goes, "I know you guys are pissed at each other, but walk away or argue it out. But then I better see some hugs." Or I better hear about some hugs. You know, I'll give you 48 hours, but I, I'm going to be reaching out to both of you, and you got to be done with it. Right. And she taught us that to right. 
okay, we, if we have to walk away, I'm pissed. You know, I might call you my buddy and go, Jamie, I can't believe my sister. She's blah, 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 blah. And I might vomit all my problems. And you'll give me your honest opinion, which is what I love so much about you, so that I understand a different point of view or I'm being, I've, I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing because right. you never know. Right. Well, you, and, you did it to me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what's good about it. And my mother was always like, all right, you two need to be done. You know, a little NCIS Gibbs slap on the back of the head. Now, go cook some dinner. You know, whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. Don't I've... hold it. Don't hold it. No. Get it out, get it done, get past it, move on. Because everybody makes mistakes. Right. Well, and if you hold on to it, it just develops harsh feelings that take longer to heal. Not only that, is it start affecting your health. Yes. All that holding in that stress yeah. will will affect your health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I carry around a watermelon every day. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm Are you sm- Gallaghering on us? Is that where, <laughs> that where they're coming from? Yeah, no, no. I'm making oh. a joke. It was funny because we were making the joke yesterday. Uh, the watermelon comment, we'll probably wrap up here soon, but... Uh, Basically, it's talking about my my gut. You know, all my weight is in my gut. It, it's oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so it's just pretty funny um, because all mine's emotional stress. You know, right. So that's why I was making the joke about you know you were talking about stress and it hanging around and causing health problems. Well, you know, there you go. Well, see, my watermelon. And, <laughs> so and that's funny because my thought process went to a comedian. Yeah. His name was Gallagher. Yes. Yeah. Who likes what to smash the end of his show? Smash yeah. watermelons. And I thought, stress, watermelon, you're smashing the watermelon. That's where Gallagher came in. Yeah. To relieve the stress, I right? I wasn't on the same mindset that you were. <laughs> so, you know. But you got to admit, it's still pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. But no, maybe my stress was, you know, losing the hair. Right. Because my grandfather, what does they say? That I take the traits of my mother's father. Okay. That, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, vaguely. I never followed it, though. Now, yeah. Be, and, a, and a girl's father's mother, they take the traits, supposedly something like that when it right. comes to genes, whatever. Right. So if, that, if that's really the case, my papa, my mom's dad, right. had a full head of hair until he died of cancer. Self-inflicted, cigarette smoking. Right. He had throat and lung cancer. Still had a full head of hair when he passed away, even nice. with chemo. Right. You know, so now my dad's father, he was in his 70s. He still had plenty of hair and he had a little bit missing in the back right here, maybe a little patch right here. Right. In his 70s, but he still had that hair. And I'm going, okay, what the hell happened here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how did I lose the hair? Uh, stress. And yeah. Funny, but could <laughs> yeah. it be stress? Yeah. Well, I mean, really? Yeah. Can't sit there and say I bump my head on the door every time I walk through it because that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You I know, love that. I have to remember that. So, right. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. So, I don't know. You never know that, but it can take a toll. Stress can take a serious toll on your body. So get rid of it. Yes. Yes. Whatever your choice of doing it. Yeah. Surround yourself um, with family. They'll help you get rid of it. Yes, and surround yourself with people with integrity because they're going to sympathize with your feelings. 
Okay, okay. I'm going to ask you something. It's up to you. Are you going to show it to us? Are you going to show the crowd? I can. I, and I'm not bashful about it at all if, we, if you can see it. There you go. There you go. I love it, man. I love Our it. first tack, it's the word integrity. And it's mirrored so that when you're looking at it right now through the camera, you can read it. Yep. When I look at the mirror... I can read the bottom portion. Yep. And if you're just straight up looking at it, it says integrity across the deal. Absolutely. First tattoo right there. I Boom. love it. I love it. So right over my heart. I want to strive every single day to have integrity. And in everything you do. Yes. Everything I do. Yep. Good for you, man. So I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try. Oh, none of us are perfect, but oh, yeah. we can. We can strive to be better. Yes, every day. Yes, exactly. So, uh, any last comments about family? I, I'm, I'm, all I can think of is I love my family, every yeah. single one of them. I'm not mad or upset about any of them. Right. So, send out love and hearts to all of them. Nothing but love to my entire family, all of them. Good for you. Good for yep. you. Same for me, you know. Yep. Um, we don't see them enough, but, you know, like you said, if you need them. I like to use a final thought and a final analogy for how sometimes I view my family. Okay. Okay. And for those of you who are young, you'll have to go look this one up. But there was a great movie. I don't remember if it was 90s. But it was called Next of Kin. I don't know if I've ever seen it. It had Patrick Swayze in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I, I do now remember it. I think I have seen it. Yes. And if you remember, yeah, he grew up in the country, but he was a... Officer in the City. It was a great movie. It was a great kind of an example of the way family is. You know, 1989. There you go. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, Liam Neeson, Adam Baldwin, Helen Hunt, uh, Bill Paxton, Ben Steller. God, it's just a loaded full of people. Yes. Great movie, and it reminded me of when I saw it, it was just like, oh, that's a good example of, of the way I feel sometimes with my family, because it's, you know, when family was in trouble, they all came together, and so, you know, right. go check out the movie if you haven't. Here's my, yeah, because my... it's about a Chicago cop that goes to find the killer of his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think Patrick Swayze's real biological brother is in this movie as well. Oh, really? Did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not as big of an actor as Patrick Swayze was, is. Right. But I think he's in here as well. I think he plays a small role in that movie. Okay. Yeah, his debut. Can't remember his name. But yeah, there's a ton of, there's a ton. Liam Neeson, that shocked me that he's in it. Oh, no. He must be guy. Nope. He's actually the brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the one that gets killed. Well, yeah, I don't want to... No spoilers. So... Yeah. 
But no. Well, obviously somebody gets killed. And yeah, bro, you know, exactly. Got to be Joey, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. And then Jesse's the sister. Oh yeah, and it just goes on. Yeah. So yeah, no, great movie. Go check it out. It was very interesting. And so sometimes, you know, for my family, if you go watch the movie, if you haven't, you'll understand. It, it really, you yeah, you'll understand. <laughs> so, because it, it's very interesting. It really is. So, um, but yeah, nothing but love for my family too. So, uh, big shout out. Um, you know, it was sad to see, like I said, um, sad to see them on this occasion, but it was good to see them all. Right. So, you know, um, I don't have anything else. Um, and my final thought is, is folks just keep on listening and keep on following.